Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Samp and Chance. I'm your host, Bobby Sampson, and joined with me, as always, is the man with the master plan, Mr. Chance Michaels. Chance, how are you, buddy? Doing absolutely wonderful. How about yourself? Can't complain, man. We're almost one week removed now, but hey, sorry, before anything else, everybody, please like and subscribe. Uh, like I said uh, earlier, our, our couple of our accounts got hacked, but uh, the new addresses are there and available to everybody. Uh, Instagram, Samp and Chance, A-N-D, so Samp, A-N-D, Chance, uh, Instagram account, and there you can find our bio tree and our links to everything else. So like and subscribe. Again, a big shout out to all our new subscribers and all the new people that have kind of yeah. joined us on this journey. So thank you for that. And we hope to uh, get more of you on board with us as we carry on here. That all being said, Trent, uh, we're almost one week removed from the supposed super fight, as I like to call it. Uh, outcome was what we expected in terms of Victor, but it wasn't the fight well, I, expected. I expected. But you it's said not it, the, yeah. yeah, it's not the fight I expected at all. Um, we're talking Canelo, Triple G. Um I don't know where to start with this one. I, I I mean, I take nothing away from Canelo. He boxed beautifully. I yeah. I, I don't think Triple G showed up until the eighth round. I don't know what he was doing, though. Maybe he could game the first round, but that was lackluster. But there's no controversy in this fight. Canelo won unanimous. I had it eight to four, maybe nine three for Canelo. But I don't know what he was doing. I, he said after the fight was the game plan was let him tire out. But you lost six, seven rounds straight. By then, it's too late. So I don't know. Well, I mean, I almost got the feeling he was trying to do the Rocky thing, you know, just kind of tire him out and then kind of come in heavy. And you saw that, right? And I did say that Canelo would get cut over one of his eyes. Yeah, he did, yeah. So even in four rounds, Triple G showed what he could do. Oh, yeah. When he turns it up, he's dangerous, but he didn't turn it up. And actually, Lomachenko was sitting ringside, and I didn't know till after the fight. But he said after the first, after the second round, he said, Triple G's hurt. Something's wrong with his right side. He's not throwing his right hand. So Lomo thinks he had some busted ribs or something. I'm not saying he did. He didn't make any excuses. He admitted Canelo won, but that's what Lomachenko was saying at ringside. Well, he could be injured, right? I mean, he could have been injured. But then you notice in the first or second round, Canelo jabbed his, uh, hurt his left hand on hitting a body shot. And I could tell he went like this after the commentators missed it, but Triple G never exploited that. I don't know if he missed it or didn't notice it. His corner should have picked up on it. Yeah. Okay. So the, the, the left wrist. Yeah. Okay. So apparently, according to Eddie Hearn, in post-fight interviews and stuff that he's done, uh, he's gone on record as saying that Canelo hurt his wrist against Kayla Plant. Okay. Okay, so he's been icing it and kind of working through it without having to go, you know, the full distance of surgery or whatever. So he went into that wrist as well with Bivol and just icing it and trying to treat it as best as he can. He did the Triple G fight with it, too. And I guess, like I said, he really wanted to knock him out. So you can only imagine how hard that punch was for him to shake his own hand after. Yeah. Uh, so now he's going for surgery. So we probably won't see Canelo again till May. Right? He's actually, yeah, he said he's not going to. He's saying he wants a year off for a year. We don't know. We'll see. But he's saying he wants a year off. I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I think May. He He's pretty much standard now. The guy fights twice a year, Cinco de Mayo and Mexican Independence Weekend. Yeah. So, I mean, that just lines up exactly for Cinco de Mayo, right? I mean, if he goes yeah. in, gets the surgery done, I think he has some ligaments and tendons that need uh, attention in there. So if that's the case, so be it. And then I don't know why Triple G's corner, they didn't mention it to him at all. 
I was listening, I didn't hear one thing about it. I'm a bad corner work, I thought. Also, one thing that I just was disappointing the most about that fight, besides the outcome, mm-hmm. is the commentating by DAZN. I thought it was super Canelo biased, pro Canelo. I missed the days of HBO because that was some god awful commentary. Well, I, I tell you what, man, the feed that I had, the DAZN feed that I was watching, unfortunately, I could not get onto your feed because I think too many people were on your line. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, so I don't know whoever has your account, whatever the case may be. Just brother. me and you. you yeah, go watch it again on the feed that I have and listen yeah, to yeah. commentating. Because I watched the British commentating. I, oh, okay. I got I got the zone feed with the British commentating off of my box. And how was that? Oh, uh, to be fair, those guys are impartial. I've always liked the British commentators, anyways. So yeah. I had no problem with it. I mean, I don't think they were one-sided at all. They were kind of you know neutral down the middle. Um Here's what I was thinking, though, man. Tell me if I'm right or wrong or or if I'm on the wrong path here. One thing I was thinking about when I was watching it, remember we talked about how tentative can, you know, how tentative Triple G might be in trying to get inside and trying to land some of those shots without having to face any counter punches? Yeah. I almost got the sense initially that he was afraid to get in there and do his work. Until it was too late, yeah. I think Until that it was, was too late. He was yeah. gun shy only for the fact that he's afraid of getting hit. He didn't want to get knocked out. He didn't want to get hurt. And he, you know, some of the, those shots were powerful. They hurt, but mm-hmm. he never shows it, right? You know, that's the beauty of Triple G. Taking nothing away from him, I think he felt a little scared. I, th- I think the first few rounds he did, then I think at the end he just said, screw this, I got to go for it. He went for it. How do you know that the whole fight would have a different outcome, maybe? I don't know, man. Like I said, I mean, it, he cut Canelo. Right, he, did, he, yeah. he got him over the eye. So I mean, Canelo got a cut in there, and that's only round eight, nine, and ten that yeah. he was probably most effective, right? And then he kind of that twelfth round was was not exciting at all. No, I mean, of all three fights, this was probably the most boringest of the three. It was because now they figured each other out now, right? They they done thirty six rounds, not thirty six rounds, and not one guy's been knocked down or no, seriously no. hurt. No, hundred percent, and I think also. According to Eddie Hearn and DAZN, they did 1.6 million buys for the yeah. pay-per-view. But other sources are saying it was somewhere between 550 to so, 575. Yeah, so, so in North America, 575,000. Worldwide, a million point six. And then 680 theaters in the U.S., you could pay 30 bucks and go watch it. So Eddie Hearn is right on a worldwide. It was 1, 1 million point six. And then Dan Raphael said, 575 which he's right that's only north america worldwide yeah. a million yeah yeah so, so i mean they saw record numbers and people subscribing to the app obviously they had to to get the and they're not, they're not imagine how much it would be if all the pirating that's going on well you so know many what, people it, pirate i'll be on, i'm not for pirating don't get me wrong i don't i don't condone it but at the end of the day when they're charging you a stupid amount of money for something that's not guaranteed in no, I'm not just saying what people yeah. pirate though. I'm not for no. against when they pirate though. It hurts the fighters. It hurts the promotion because they're taking money in their pocket, right? No, I get it. I get it 100. percent I mean, I, I mean, I've, everybody's pirated. I'm not saying I haven't done it, but what I'm saying is that 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 hurts a lot too, right? So a million yeah. pay per view, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm not saying I haven't either. Trust me. I mean, back in the day, LimeWire and all that shit and Napster. Yeah, I mean exactly. that's kind of well outdated, done, right? right? But I mean. um I don't know. I, I guess this is the way of the future, right? I mean, I, what are you going to do? It is what it is. If it's there, it's just ex- accessible to people. Why not use it? I guess it's why we look at it, but then it hurts. It hurts the, the guys fighting and stuff. They complain about fighter pay when people are stealing it. 
it hurts yeah, him too, right? I, I think it hurts the guys on the lower card. I don't think it hurts a guy like Canelo. But not the not the top of the top, like no, creme no. of the creme, no, like no. Triple D and them. I think yeah. Canelo got forty million for the fight. Triple D got like twenty million or something like that. One. Canelo got forty million. Triple D got twenty. Oh, 20, 20. Yeah. Okay, I thought you said one. I'm thinking, wow, that's no, insane. no, no. Which I mean, he got he got more than Canelo. I think if this split was 70, 30 or something like that, which I don't think is fair, but yeah, twenty million ain't bad either. No, I mean, considering if he goes back to Kazakhstan with that, I'm sure he's gonna be okay. Yeah, and he's gonna fight again at 160. He's not retiring, so I mean, nobody no, got I, hurt in the fight, so he's no, he'll fight he's again. Still, well, he's still powerful, man. I still think he can hold his own at 160. I think. Uh, oh yeah. You know, he's still a champion. So, I mean, let's see where he ends up next, right? Let's see what's next for him. I think both guys have earned a little break here to kind of just recharge and figure Definitely out the end of the trilogy, That is the end of the trilogy. I don't see that fight happening again. It just doesn't no. make any sense. Where does Canelo go from here, in your opinion? I know all the talk is bivol, 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 but... I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know what he wants to do. He's taking some time off. It's hard to say. Probably fight bivol, I'd assume, but... Well, that's the know. talk right now. A lot now. of bivol loses. Well, I mean, Bivol has to win, right? Which is kind of unfortunate because, I mean, at the end of the day, he's the one who beat Canelo. Yeah. Right? So, you know, oh, that fight will only happen if if he wins. Like, come on, man. Like, I But mean, Canelo's the A-side, though, right? And I mean, nobody's... You watch his Bivol pay-per-view numbers, they're not going to be more than a couple hundred thousand, right? Canelo's the A-side. That's why you call him the shots. Kind of come Mayweather would do it. Well, I mean, again, just fighting in different locations, too. Bivol's going to... Next fight is in, in Abu Dhabi. Yeah. So, you know, you got the time differences and all the things there. I, I think it'll probably be uh, catered more towards uh, Russia and whatnot, where he's from. So, I mean, from that perspective, the numbers should, might be okay. I don't know. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I think the talk right now is him and Bivol again, right? I mean, does he go back to 175 or does Bivol go down to 168? I think he'll almost go to 175. He's even talking about having a couple heavyweight fights. He's going to get crushed if he tries that. Well, I, I don't think he stands a chance in the heavyweights. Right? Even He's Usyk. Too small. The only guy that could probably you know be a fun fight for him at heavyweight would be Usyk. Yeah, that would be okay. They're similar. But even Usyk's pretty big compared to Canelo. Yeah, because I just read something where Usyk said that, yeah, I'd go down to 168 and fight Canelo you know, for money. That'd be a huge fight. Right? It would just be a money fight. He, didn't, he wouldn't care for anything else. Like The money would have to be good in order for him to do that. Um, all right, so what's coming up this weekend? We got two big fights, at least that I, I think, anyways. You got uh Joyce against Joseph Parker. Yeah, that's gonna be an interesting fight. I mean, all these heavyweights are kind of lining up here, you know, their spots. I mean, you got in the states, you got Deontay fighting in a couple of weeks here, and uh once he whatever the outcome of that will fight the winner, uh, I guess Andy Ruiz. And I think I, so. Yeah, I think we're going to. I think we're on path for a Wilder Ruiz uh, clash. I think that's going to happen, and I, that will be easy to do. Both are represented by Al Heyman and, and Showtime, so that should be an easy fight to make. I don't see how that could be hard. Uh, Joy Joyce and uh, Joseph Parker, man, that's going to be an interesting fight. I'm really looking forward to it. These are two big heavyweights, British and New Zealand, represented here. Um, I I can't remember who is it. Is it Joy Joyce or Joseph Parker? That's uh, Tyson Fury guy. I think it's a, a, a Joe, no, no, Joe Joyce. He's a Tyson Fury guy. He yeah. trains with Tyson and everything, yeah, right? He's a guy from New Zealand. So it's going to be an interesting fight. I mean, that kind of puts it in line for one of the other belts. So Joshua and, and Fury are going December 3rd, it looks like. Not official, but. 
Well, it's it's getting closer and closer, but Could I mean be. they've given out the dates. Wedge Fury is taking all the risks. This is no risk for Joshua at all. He's lost a bunch of fights in a row. He's got nothing to lose. Fury's taking all the risks by doing this too. I think he wants to clean out that division, then right off into the sunset. Take well, down Fury, then take out Usyk and call it a night. I think that's the case here as well. I mean, he just wants to stay active. He can't fight once a year, and, and you know, especially yeah. at that caliber. And you know, yeah, he's taking all the risks, but I think he's picking picking uh joshua at a time where he's really broken and he does not he look is. right no he does not look right in any way and you know the outside of that ninth round against Usyk and Abu Dhabi there I just don't know what happened to him he's he's something wrong he trained he switched trainers didn't even make much of a difference and it's still lost you know but his training was the same basically like I, I bet you know McCracken is sitting at home his former trainer like what the fuck is this I could have done this yeah, it's exactly the same, yeah. Right? So, I mean, he, he looked good for one round, you know? So, I, I don't know I what like to what make of it. like calls him, the bodybuilder. I'm going to beat up the bodybuilder and then well, beat up the midget. Well, that's it, right? I mean, and that's kind of the attitude he has to take. But he can't take him lightly either. No, you can't. No, Joshua's still dangerous. Right? Of all the guys that he's fought in the past little while, this is probably the biggest guy that he's fighting. Yeah. You know, he was bigger than Deontay. He was bigger than... Than Usa, or sorry, he was bigger than than uh, Jillian. You know, yeah. looking at his last four fights, I mean, yeah, all the risk is on him. But ultimately, at the end of the day, I, I, you know, never say never. This heavyweight thing has taught me one thing: since nineteen or since twenty seventeen, nothing's gone the way it's supposed to go in the heavyweight division. Yeah, that's true. That's by true. All, by all accounts, one of those three guys should be you know, you know, undisputed. World champion. It's too bad Usyk saying that he's injured because that should be it should be Fury Usyk, not Fury Joshua. That's that's a cop out. Injured from what? I, that's what Fury said. What are you injured from? He said he fought injured last fight. He needs time to heal. Well, maybe he got injured. You know, with the Fury said your fight was a sparring session. How did you injure yourself? It pretty much was a sparring session. He yeah, so right. I don't know. You know, so I don't know. I don't know what to make of that, but um, I think Usyk missed the boat here, man. He did. He should have. He should have took the fight next. That and that's huge. and that's why I'm saying to you, like I say, this heavyweight division is just completely nonsense in that sense because everything the way it was supposed to happen, the way it should have happened, you know, should have could have. Obviously, you never know. Anything can happen in the world of boxing. We all know that. But all roads were leading to those three guys. One of those three guys was supposed to do what they were supposed to do. Usyk's name never was ever mentioned in the beginning no he kind of came out of the, out of nowhere he came out of nowhere uh ruiz came out of nowhere yeah you know, like okay so, you want to talk about guys who spoiled the party but notice it's joshua both times <laughs> Poor guy. that's okay. what i'm saying it makes him dangerous in this fight because he's got nothing to lose here he's expected to lose everybody's thinking he's going to lose so he might surprise us well he's got power he definitely has power and i don't think tyson outside of deontay obviously who has mad power next level power but that weight difference that weight size this guy's coming in probably not the same weight as obviously tyson would at 270 whatever but he's going to come in at a good 240 250 oh yeah yeah he'll be he's a big guy right and he definitely does have power when he has those moments he saw it in the ninth round you know um he did yeah he turned it up a little bit there but but i've always said this about joshua nothing against him he's an amazing boxer he Kick the shit out of me and you combined at the same time. No problem. I, I admit that. I know that. It's nothing to admit. But he was made. 
like the Spice Girls were made. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, you I know, know the Olympics, the training, the belts. Yeah. All of it, all of it. You know, all of it that is Anthony Joshua. I mean, yes, he put the work in and he has the skill set, but every opponent until recently, that is, I guess Andrew Ruiz was even handpicked. Right? Like all the opponents that he's ever fought were all handpicked. Yeah. And he got Klitschko at the end, end of his career. Not, yeah, not he out of that fight too. So well, that's it. That's it. That should have been a sign. And I'm sure those guys realized that then, oh shit, like you know, this could be a problem down the road if he takes harder fights. Yeah. You know, he's kind of fought, he's kind of fought everybody on the tail end of their careers to for the most part. Yes. You know, except outside Fury. Of, except Fury and Usyk, I guess. Yeah. Right. And and Ruiz. Ruiz is a young buck. I did, I think he just caught him, man. I think the lights of MSG, I think America, I think all of it just got to him in that fight. Yeah, and I think they're saying, some people as Kappa saying, after Klitschko knocked him down, he didn't like that. He doesn't like that rough style of fighting. And that's made him a little gun shy since. Yeah, well, you know, it's going to cost you titles, man, because you got you can't be afraid to get in there. Then you're in the wrong sport. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, so, so, so from there, you got that. But hey, we, so we, we touched on Joy Joyce and Joseph Parker. That's happening in Manchester this weekend. If you guys can watch it, you know, by any means, watch it. It's yeah, going to be, be a good fight. fight. I really recommend it. Uh, it's a, an afternoon fight. So if the weather starts to get crappy here, uh, give you a reason to stay inside and watch boxing on a Saturday afternoon. Um, Shakira Stevenson. I'm kind of impartial to the man only because I got to see him live. Uh, I'm a fan of him. The man did not make weight. Yeah, 1.6 pounds over. Yeah, so he lost. They're stripping him two belts. Yeah, but he doesn't care. He didn't even want to take the two hours or whatever time's allotted. Like, he didn't even want to strip down. And He's going to move up in weight class. He's too big for this weight. Well, he's going to 135, and he probably will take on the winner of Combosos and uh, Haney, I'm understanding. That's the goal. See he, that. he wants to take that one of those guys on next, right? So that, that's his uh, path. That's what he's looking for. And he's but, fighting the guy that just beat beat Valdez, and he just beat Valdez himself. So yeah, yeah. So Robinson is no joke either. This is going to be an interesting fight. Um, well, put it to you this way: the Vegas Sharks put him at a seven to one favorite, so they're giving no respect to him at all. Yeah, but I think now Robinson's going to be coming in with a bit of a chip on his shoulder. Uh, regardless of what your plan is, and I like Shakur Stevenson a lot. You know, like yeah, I mean, me too. You know, I'm a big, big fan of him, but I will call it the way I see it. And I think that him purposely, and I will call it purposely because he he knew going on the scale. Watch that weigh in. Watch it again after, you know. I didn't watch it. I read about it. Yeah, we'll we'll watch it. Okay. I highly recommend going back and, and finding the clip. It's on YouTube. And just looking at him coming on the scale, very different from when he came on the scale against Valdez, right? Okay. He looked like he knew he missed weight. He knew it was coming? You think he, he did knew, it on purpose? I don't think he cared because he knew what the goal was after this fight. He wanted to go to 135, so he didn't care that they were going to strip him. They were going to take the belts from him anyways when he yeah. moves up, right? I think it's a disrespect move, though. I think that's just very disrespectful. Yeah. This is a fight in New York and a coming, like, I don't know, some professional. Well, I mean, it's in New Jersey, um, where the Devils play at the Prudential Center, right? Yeah. Um, I, I just think it's disrespectful to his opponent, regardless of who his opponent is. If you like him or not, he could be like one boxer that we both can't stand. Yeah. But, you know, it's kind of like, 
it's, I just find it very disrespectful. I just don't think that's right. It's you gotta keep your commitment. He's un, it was unprofessional for sure. I don't know if he did it on purpose or not. Like you said, I'd probably be right if I didn't care. Well, I, he's I'm moving a, up. You know, I don't. Days, right. Well, I don't think he tried. I don't think it was purposely. Okay, you know, purpose is a horrible word. Let's take that back. Retraction. Um, I, I think it was more that he didn't care. Yeah, I agree. You know, and and not caring, and you know, like yeah, okay, he got down to one thirty one point six, but you know, I know it's one one and a half pounds, but at the end of the day, that's the rules, those, though. But take take those two hours, get to weight. Yep. You know, do it right. Honor honor the guy you're getting in the ring with. Yeah. Well, look at it. He's thinking it this way, right? Get this fight over. If he wants a bigger pay, this is not even a pay-per-view fight. This is a free fight. That goes to show you this guy's Robinson has no name value at all. Good fighter, no. yes, but no name value. No, no, so, I, of course not, right? But this is where an opportunity for a guy like Robinson to come and make his name now, right? Yeah. I mean, like you said, both of them have beat Valdez. Yeah. So 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 from no, that no, no. perspective. Yeah, yeah. So he's got nothing to lose, Robinson. He can make a name for himself here. No, and he can. He totally can. And he'll be the fan favorite. You know, people will look at that, you know, him missing weight, you know, and, and that probably feeds him a little bit more too now. So I'm not saying Shakira's gonna, you know, have any difficulties or anything like that per se, but he'll be challenged. But I think you're gonna get a hungrier Robinson coming now. And the yeah, fight's I think we're gonna see. Yeah, it is. Yeah, we're going to see Shakur unanimous decision. That's that's my take. You think it's going to go the distance? Yeah, I think so. Interesting, interesting. Uh, ref stoppage in ten. Could be, could be for for for, for Stevenson. Yeah, I think I'm going to try think, to watch it if I can. Yeah, I well, it's, it's Friday Friday evening, right? So I mean, he probably come on at about seven o'clock. Yeah, seven, seven eight something like that on ESPN, I believe it is. Yes, yeah, on ESPN. Uh, yeah. Free fight. So, yeah. So, I mean, his last fight was a free fight, too. It wasn't pay-per-view. Nope. Yeah, right. No. That's what I'm right. saying. He wants to fight the Haney's, Lomo's, the, you know, these kind of guys. Camboso's. Big pity. I don't blame the guy. This is prize fighting. So, power That'd to be him. fun, though. Like, I, I love to see him and Haney because they're buddies. Like, Haney, Haney was there for the uh, Stevenson fight in, yeah. in Vegas in April, right? So, they're buds. They, they go back. Yeah, they do. Um, Terrence Crawford, Errol Spence, November 19th. Here we go. Not official. Ah, uh, you know, neither is going to happen, dude. I think it's going to happen. I think so. I mean, it's less I, than I, two months away and they haven't even announced it. That's a little promotion. Uh, I think it promotes itself. I think, but the thing like, about it is, is like they, they're not going to get more than 600,000 pay per view buys. I don't think because they don't have name value, they're good to the hardcore fan, but. I don't think the average Joe is like, at least Canelo and Trippy, they're at Yankee Stadium in each other's face. Like, they're promoting a little bit better than this one. Like, this is less than two months away. Like, they got to have a little bit of hype. I think if we don't see this to April or May, if we see it at all. Uh, I know. I think November 19th is going to go. I, I'm looking forward to it. I think, you know, again. I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see. Because right? usually, usually, usually fights are 90% of the time right now. It's at least three months in advance. This is not even, we're two months, under two months now. So we're 57 days away and we don't have any announcement. Uh, well, let's wait. Let's see so, what happens, man. Like I said, if they give a date and stuff like that, it's pretty much, you know, sewn up, I would like to think anyways. Usually it is. It and might I, happen, but I don't think I don't think we see it in this year, but we'll find out. You could be right. I hope you're right. I hope I'm right, too, because I'm really looking forward to this fight. And, you know, I mean... No These guys are like... Crawford's 34 years old. He's not a spring chicken anymore, so it's going to be almost be too late in the next... They don't happen the next couple of years. It'll be 36, 37, and it's no fun anymore. 
Well, I think I think I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen this year. I think November nineteenth, it's going to happen. Um, I don't think it's one of those fights that needs. That I think a couple of things holding it up is one is his NFL season, and two on November nineteenth, we got the World Cup going on, so they're going up against a lot of things here. I, mean, I think they should postpone it for the spring rule, but let the World Cup finish. I think the spring is too early, too late. If they're going to postpone it, then make it January. But these guys want big money, right? And, and on fifty-seven days, it's not enough time to promote it and get everybody jacked. Uh, again, let's play it out. Let's see where they go with it. I, I mean, fights have happened with less time, uh, announcements and stuff like that, and have done really well. So I think the fact that these two guys do have a name, and you know, I mean, not everything is catered to the casual fan. No, I know, um, but they want big money, need pay per view sales, and not get the money they want. That's they'll the get the money they want, though, regardless. Mm, well, no, because you, if, if, for Triple G and Kelly to break even, they needed 600,000 pay-per-view buys. So they would have lost money. Luckily, worldwide, it was a million. But they would have lost money because they paid these guys $70 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get it. So I much get money. It. I get it. But they're going to get their money regardless of what they no, do. They're not, they're not getting Canelo and Triple G money, though. No, 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 they no. They're not going to get that money. You know, it's not even about the money. It's just it's just kind of, for me anyways, it's just kind of like, I, I this is Yeah, maybe for fight. us. But for them, these guys are all about money. It's all they care about. They love yeah. to fight and they do their best. But it's all about money for them. No, I get that. I get that. But prize like I fighting. Said, like Brock Lesnar said, this is prize fighting. We fight for money, and whoever tells us we're not is bullshitting it. Yeah, no, 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 that's fine. It's totally true. I agree with that completely. I mean, you're putting your body on the line, you're doing everything, and yeah, you know, it totally makes sense. But then again, you know, not every fight's gonna be a super fight, not every fight, not every no, pay-per-view is gonna be that, right? I mean, if we if you think like that. Then you're never going to enjoy any fight. You're always going to have some negative criticism. No, what I'm saying is that this this fight is like it's it did not enough promotion behind it. They're not name recognition as like a Canelo or Triple G or a Fury to get that big pay that these guys are thinking they should get. Their right, skills yeah. are great, but, but, but there's the names only aren't great. right now in boxing. There's only two guys who get that money: Canelo and Fury. No, okay, he just got twenty million. Yeah, for fighting Canelo. If That's he goes, I mean, to, right, right. But if he goes to I mean, fight, fight, right, right, right. But if he goes to fight Dimitri Andre or something like that, okay, yeah, he'll get like five or six, yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. So regardless, unless anyone who's fighting one of those two guys currently are the only guys that are going to maybe make a double figure. Yeah, I know. But what I'm saying is that Crawford and Spencer names are not even. They're not even probably top seven or eight name value recognition in boxing. No, no, great no. Skill. I, 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 under, I, I understand that, man. But any fight you look at, you look at the Bivol fight coming up right now in Abu Dhabi, right? He's not going to make that same Canelo. No, right? he's not. Right? He's not so so that's that's the point I'm trying to say here. It's like you only have two guys you can fight to make that kind of money. No, I agree. I agree. Whereas everybody saying. else, regardless, even if those guys do fight, they're not. I know they're not going to make that kind of money. No, heck no. No, right. I agree that, with that's what you're a saying. Given. You're right. right. What I'm saying is with the, with the talent of Crawford and Spence, they do, they're do. they bad at promoting themselves and their promoters are bad at selling these guys. These guys' skills are insane. They should yeah. be more popular than they are. That's what I'm saying. No, no, I get that completely. And, you know, I think the pandemic played a big role in it. I think their inactivities have played a big role yeah. in it. I mean, Bud, I don't understand. Like, I like Bud a lot too. Don't get me wrong, right? I'm, I'm a huge Bud fan. How can he be world number one pound for pound when he only fought once? Criminal that he's number one. There's no way he should be. Like, you know, like Canelo's number four. Usyk is number six. Uh, Noah, like he's only fought once this year. I know. I know. I don't understand it. Like, I don't understand how they can rate them the way they do rank, you know, pound for pound. I Yeah, it's great for me to say I got a picture with the number one pound for pound boxer in the world. That's awesome. Right. Mm-hmm. 
you know, but I get it. I mean, Bob Arum's at this, been at this for a long time. He had Crawford for a long time. So, I mean, it falls on the promoter as well and how he's promoting these guys. But yeah, then absolutely. again, promoter themselves, everything. Right. Yeah. So, so, but then again, not everyone, like how Canelo is doing it, because I, sometimes I feel like he has the personality of a sponge. Yeah. Right. Where Fury's out there, he's loud, he's boisterous, he's yeah. everything that you kind of want to see, you know, and, you know, it's him self promoting that's got him the money that he gets for the fights that he gets. Absolutely, you know, and and uh, that that's what it is. So a lot of these guys don't self promote themselves as it is, you know. No, hurts them. It kind of hurts them, but then again, I don't know if their hands are tied or they just don't know how to do it. Some guys just have a natural boring personality too. Yeah, no, hundred percent. You know, so so it's just kind of like yeah. To to your point, it's just like none of these guys will ever make that kind of money. No, you know, it's not going to happen, and I get that. But at the same time, the fights have to go on and they got to accept yep. what they have to accept for payment. So, I mean, it's all the onus is on the owners or the promoters and, and yep. the boxers and the trainers and the management teams. Like they got so many fucking people around them. Not one of them knows how to market them. I know. I don't get that. Like, like Bud and Spence are such good fighters, but like, and that's not that well known, which is they a shame. Got I wish so, they well, they're known, but they're... I think I think they're more known than you're giving them credit for. Personally, I'm not saying that everybody needs to know them. Not every like everybody, you know. Oh yeah, everyone knows Canelo. Everyone knows Mayweather. Everyone now Fury, knows yeah. Fury, so to speak, right? But Fury came to America and stayed in America and had you know all three three fights. Exciting, so some of the most right. exciting fights ever. Yeah, right, right. And he held them all in the stage, so that's what built him. You know, it kind of sucks to say that it's North America that decides if you're mainstream or not. Like you go back to the UK, Tyson Fury is bigger than life. Joshua is bigger than life. I mean, yeah. over there, they're making twenty million pounds, thirty million pounds of fight. Right. That's because we got so many more sports sports here that we watch over boxing, from football, well, that's American it. football, that's hockey. It. I, yeah, I, I won't say that. You know. Boxing is a fringe sport here in North America, but it's definitely not up there with the top four, but it generates the money. It does. I'll put it to you this way. Five years ago, I went to watch Canelo Triple G at the brew house. This year, they're not even playing it. So it's like, you couldn't even watch this fight at any bar where I live at all. You'd have to go to Vancouver to watch it if you wanted to watch it on a screen. Yeah, no, 100%. Because the amount of money they charge for it. Right. Like, I don't know what the numbers are, but I mean, if we're paying $79.99 for the pay-per-view at home, those guys are paying like almost five to seven grand. Yeah. You need to have it. They want to guarantee a bunch of people in the seats before they buy that. So yeah, but yeah, UFC, but, every UFC pay-per-view, they have it. You can watch it at any bar. So. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it is what it is. I, I guess yeah. people, you know, I, I think you have to be a certain type of individual to truly appreciate the sweet science. Yeah, it's like baseball's not for everybody. You gotta really no. appreciate and enjoy you it. You have to appreciate and enjoy and know the yeah. science behind the game and, and how it all comes together and whatnot, right? So yeah. you know, luckily, lucky for us, we are two of those types of individuals that we like will baseball watch. and boxing. Exactly, right? And you know, with me boxing, I'll watch any fight. I mean, that's how I grew up. I mean, uh, you know, credit to my dad, he was a huge, huge boxing fan. So before I even knew pro wrestling chance, it was only boxing for me. Nice. You know, like I didn't know what wrestling was until I saw it that day. But before that, I knew who Ali was. I knew who Fraser was. I knew who Hagler was because of my father and his background in, in, in boxing and whatnot. So, you know, just growing up as a kid, I've 
loved watching boxing. I used to watch, I don't know if you remember it or not, there used to be Tuesday night fights and then uh, Friday yeah, night fights, you know? So like you got to see these guys come up and, and watch it. You know, I watch boxing because I love boxing, not because of who's fighting. I'll watch any fight. Yeah, me too. Except that internet shit. I can't stand it. I think that was just, I, I lost. Hey, speaking of that, we never touched on this. We got Jake Paul and Anderson Silver October 29th. Yeah. So talk about slow promotion there. Like that, that's less than. Yeah. That's only, yeah. They announced that what a month ago. So yeah, three months. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Silva's the favorite. He should be. He, he's, he looks pretty good in boxing too. He looks really good. I mean, I guess this will tell us now. I think there's a 25, 24, 25 year age gap. So that youth does help. Well, he's my age. He's 47. Is he? He's only 47. So what's Paul? 24, 25? Yeah. No, no. He's 40, isn't he? No, wait. Anderson? No, yeah. He's 47, I think. Is he? Yeah. I thought he's older. But yeah. So he's late 40s and Paul's mid 20s. So yeah. But I mean, Anderson's got more skill. He's the favorite. But you know what I mean? Youth, youth makes a difference. Youth makes a difference, but I think skill will play a bigger role in this. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, um, I mean, I want to see Anderson win, but you know what? Never say never. I mean, I'm not saying Jake Paul's good or anything, but he has improved on every outing. Again, this is not a boxer boxer per se. No, I, and I think it's smart what he's doing. He's doing the prize fighting. He's doing the, the gimmick fights. He, you know. You know, the, the Paul brothers are fighting Mayweather, they're fighting Anderson Silva, so I don't blame him for doing that. No, no, I have no blame with it, but I, the one thing I will say that I have an issue with with Jake Paul is he talks about what Mayweather did in his fourth fight or or who so-and-so did this in their third fight, you know? Comparably, yeah, but they still fought fucking boxers. Mm -hmm. To this point, in any of your fights, you have not faced a professional full-time boxer. Speaking of that, you know... <laughs> You know who Tommy Fury's fighting next? Who? The guy that Paul was supposed to fight, Rohan Jr. Oh, there you go. Then Paul's laughing at these guys. They're going to make peanuts for that fight. Paul was saying it. So, uh, I mean, good what? for Paul. I'm glad he didn't fight Hassan there because it would have been, a, you know, I'm glad he's fighting Anderson. It's more well, respectable. No, no. I, I think I think fighting Anderson is cool. Don't get me wrong. I have nothing against mm -hmm. that fight. But I think he missed the boat in solidifying himself by fighting Rockman when he should have. Yeah, right? he should have fought Rockman. Yeah, if I'm his promoter, which I'm not, I would say, Jake, I don't care what anybody says about you fighting real boxers. You're gonna fight Anderson and Mayweather and make a ton of money. Do it. No, no, hey, hey who's gonna say no to that? I get it. Yeah, right. But to solidify himself as a boxer, he should have. He yeah, should have no, fought him. I agree him, with that. Yeah, I agree. Right, and I think he did everything in his power to make it fail. Maybe. With the Possibly. contract, with all of it, you know, like the buy rates, everything. The, the thing wasn't selling. Yeah, this fight will sell with silver, though. This will be a good one. Oh, no, this is different. This is different, right? But it shows, again, that Jake Paul needs someone with some name recognition to make something happen. He can't do it himself. His name's not big enough yet. No. He no, not, not in a fighting world. He could not sell out MHG. No. Right? Not with, not, I like somebody like Anderson, he could. Yeah, yeah, no, no, with Anderson, he can because he's a household name. And also, nobody wants to watch Rawham Jr. fight. Nobody knows who he is. Like, why do you want to pay to watch that guy? I get yeah, what well, the people are saying, right? Yeah, well, why would anybody want to see him fight Ben Askren? There's a train wreck. Because well, Askren has a bit of a name, right? Askren's got a name in wrestling, though. That's the thing. I know, right? but it doesn't matter. This is a surprise fight, so it doesn't matter what his name is. He's got a bit of a name. Rawham doesn't have any name at all. Nobody knows who he was. That's what, it, that's what Paul's saying, like... I think he's making I, I, I think so. he's making excuses for that fight personally. 
Maybe. I think, you know, I think he felt, I think he realized that it's not selling, you know, and he, he I mean, I don't know. I mean, because I don't probably think. Probably did. He probably got out of it, but I don't blame him because why risk fighting a guy that nobody knows about? He could be fighting in a bowling alley. Because he can beat you. One of the biggest MMA stars ever. Because, because he can beat him and he would derail everything he's trying to accomplish. That's what I'm saying. There's no point in the fight. It's not worth it. Well, you might as well fight Anderson Silva. I get it. I get it. No, no, you lose to a big name, but then you know what? People will still come back to that and say, yeah, you had the opportunity to, to fight a boxer. Yeah, you're right. I agree. But the thing is, he's making tons and tons of money. I don't think he cares about that. This yeah. is, like I said, he just wants to make a ton of money and entertain, right? You know what I mean? Price yeah, fighting, yeah. gimmicky fights, celebrity fights. No, it's no. It's not I, boxing. I, I get it, but. I get it. I get it. I get him. it all. I get it all. You know, call, call me a purist. What's that? Call me a purist, old school kind of. Yeah, no, I agree with what you're saying about him not being a real technical boxer. I I don't disagree, but what I'm saying from his angle is like, I'm going to fight guys with names and make a ton of money, and I don't care what you guys say. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. No, no, I mean, we're not in his position, so, you know. Yeah. But I mean, ultimately, at the end of the day, he's going to have to face someone. Yeah, unless he just keeps doing (laughs) celebrity fights, I guess. And that's unfortunate. You know, I get it. You're bringing eyes to boxing and whatnot, but you're bringing the wrong eyes, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, Silva's got a pretty good fan base too. So people are going to want to watch him too, right? No, I get that. I get that. Paul right? Smart, he knows people want to watch him lose. They, people want. He's like Mayweather. They love to hate the guy, so he knows that. So, hey, bring in Anderson Silva. Bring in the good guy. Well, he did caught get caught using PEDs, but still, you know what I mean. Anderson's going to be the favorite in the fight by the Vegas by the fans. They're going to boo Jake Paul. He knows that. To be fair, when he got caught with PEDs, that's before Usada and everything, right? That's when everyone was juicing. Yeah. Right? There, that, that whole roster of UFC was juicing before Usada came in. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know. Right? John Jones hiding under the ring, dude. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Well, what's his face? Uh, the guy from Amsterdam. Uh, he beat oh, Brock. Alistair. Alistair. That man has shrunk. Yeah, I know. What's up, the juice? He lost all his size and his bumps. Right? Yeah, he was he was massive in his day, though. He was so big. So. Yeah. Oh, one thing I wanted to make reference on the one thing I thought was really really cool. Um, so before before Canelo and Triple G came out, they had their little video packages each, right? Did you see the uh, Triple G one where we, they're talking? He goes, "Champions are cheaters." Like yes, that was fine. Crack me up, man. Like, oh my god, good. this is all living shot of Canelo there for doing PDs and other fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh Canelo didn't come out with a lot of pageantry either, eh? Like the way no. he did, he I think he was pretty serious about this fight. Like he he, he had, wanted he wanted to end the trilogy, he wanted to shut people up. He's tired of hearing it. Yeah, he actually so. got pissed off at the press conference too and ended it abruptly. Did you see the press conference at the end? I didn't watch it. No, what are you getting mad about? He got mad because um uh, one of the reporters asked him about him not fighting Mexican fighters. And one of those Mexican fighters would be David Benavides, who a lot of pundits, a lot of, you know, analysts are saying that this could be the one guy that at his weight class and everything could really, really fuck up Canelo. And Canelo, and Canelo took offense to the guy. Like the guy's like, look, I'm not saying I want to fight. Don't want to fight Mexican fighters. It's like, you know, Mexico is my country, and you know he wants to promote the guys coming out of Mexico and not derail. Kind of lame, though, because that's like it, it is kind of lame, right? Spencer but here's a funny thing: can't fight because they're Americans. Like we're not going to have any fights. But but here's the thing, man. So I believe Benavides is born in America, 
Okay. He's half Mexican and half Ecuadorian, I believe. Okay. He's not even a full Mexican. No, just, yeah, I don't like him. They do. That's like saying, and well, he's an American. Joshua can't fight because they're both in the UK. Whenever right, right. Fights, then. But I think this is going to be the knock on Canelo is that he didn't fight the guys he was supposed to fight at middleweight. He avoided a lot of guys, man. He's avoiding the Charlos. He's avoiding, you know, uh, the Benavides, which is the fight that everyone, I've been saying it for the last couple of years. That's the fight to make. That's the next he fight. He might do it still. Maybe this cap, like, hey, dude, you got to strap that. You won't fight Mexicans and fight these guys. He might. Right, but but he's not Mexican, okay? I mean, okay, fine, don't fight Chavez Jr. He's Mexican. Mm-hmm. But outside, really, in the middleweight class right now, in his weight division, let's say between 160 and 175, because that's where he seems to float a lot, right? Yeah. Who's, who's, who's the top-name Mexican guy that would challenge him? Outside of Benavides, who's half Mexican pretty, and American-born. That's pretty much it. Right, so... Fine, don't fight Mexican fighters. This guy's not Mexican. Fight him. That's a fight to make. Yep. No, I agree. Maybe one day it'll happen. Right? Even before Bivol. Bivol, Bivol fight is more of a redemption fight, if you want to call it. It has no value to it. Yeah, unless the straps are on the line. And to be fair, if they fight again, I don't think Bivol should have to put his title on the line if he has it. Yeah, well, that's a fair point. Right? Why would why would he have to defend his title a second time against a guy he already beat? I'm not sure what the rematch clause says about that, though. Maybe it's in there. It shouldn't be, though. I mean, by all accounts, he was the champ going into the fight. He should have the rights, right? I get it. He was the eighth side anyways, regardless because yeah. of the name and whatnot. But I think he should have some pull in that. I mean, if anything, go down to 168 and fight him for his straps. That'd be the That'd fair be cool fight. Too. Yeah, That'd be the next it. fight. Then where are the excuses? There are no excuses for Canelo then. Yeah, well, that's true. He's being very carefully managed, though. His management's slick. Well, I mean, Eddie Reynoso is no fool. What's that? Eddie Reynoso is no fool, my friend. No, no. He knows what he's doing. Oh, absolutely. He does 100%. All right, Chance, uh, this day in boxing history, do we have anything that happened? On we do. It actually history? technically happened yesterday. I wasn't going to bring oh. it up, but it was such a big fight. Yeah. Uh, 37 years ago today, Larry Holmes was on the journey of trying to beat Rocky Marciano's record to go 49-0. and He was 48-0. and He fought Michael Spinks in Vegas. He lost a 15-round decision, 20 title defenses in a row. Didn't get the Rocky Marciano record, lost his belts to Michael Spinks in a 15-round decision in Las Vegas 37 years ago today. Wow, eh? Larry Holmes. And another thing about Larry Holmes, uh-huh. he's 72 years old. His last fight was when he was 52 yeah. in 2002, and he fought the one and only Butterbean and beat him in a unanimous decision at 12 rounds. Well, if he didn't beat Butterbean at 52, then there's something wrong with Larry Holmes. Yeah, it was not a bad fight. I actually watched it the other day. It was okay. Was it really? Was. I should What's go that? look at that. I should go back and watch that. I don't remember the highlights of it or anything. Yeah, they um they they that fight between Spinks and Holmes was uh, labeled the title of the fight was history because he needed that one fight, he just had to win that fight. 49-0, 21 title defenses, tied Rocky Marciano's record, and he couldn't get it because Michael crazy. Spinks upset of the night. That is crazy, my friend. That is crazy. Uh talk about early spectacles back in the day, huh? Yeah. I mean that's 15 that's rounders, was... another 12, so brutal. What do you think? Do you think they should go back to 15 or is 12 good for you? I keep it 12. 12 is good. I think 12 is good. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. 
All right, chat. So you're away this weekend. You're going off to watch Monday Night Raw with with the Flying Rains there. Um, I wish you safe journeys and travels. And uh, WWE is in town this weekend, so I'll be heading that way to kind of check them out. And then you'll get them after me. So <laughs> we'll touch base and see what's going on there. And yeah, guys, for sure. Um, I guess that's it for today. I think we've kind of basically covered everything we've wanted one. to talk Good about. One. As always. Um, there's a lot, there's a lot going on in the world of boxing. I'm sure we haven't touched on all of it, but uh yeah, as, as we keep going here, we'll, we'll 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 bring you more and more of the news. So Shakir Stevenson, tomorrow night, as we're recording this on a Thursday, uh, he goes up, he goes, uh, I guess no title on the line now. So how does that work? If Robinson wins, does he get the straps? No. So no one gets a belt. Him out, but I'm not, I, I don't think he would. Because it's like UFC. Like, for example, when uh, Charles Oliveira got screwed on the scale, I like to say, because that, 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 was, that was wrong, man. Nothing yeah. was wrong there. But anyways, Oliveira was stripped of the title. But I think who was he fighting? Um, who was he fighting that day? I'm not sure which fight you're talking about. The, his, last his last fight. His last fight. Oh, um, I can't think of his name off. He's I fighting, know what you mean, though. Yeah, he's fighting Makachev for next in, uh, in this month, right? That's going to be a good fight. October, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it Poirier? No, it wasn't Poirier. Gaethje? Gaethje. There you go. Yeah. If Gaethje won, he would have taken the belt. That's a good question about tomorrow's fight, actually. I'm not sure on that. we got to look into that. I couldn't. I yeah, yeah. We'll take a note. Sure. We'll, let's find the answer, and then maybe we can do a post on Instagram for it or something just to yeah. give people a little good sense question. of it. But yeah, so I mean, if that's the case, and Robinson's fighting for more, I mean, if not the case, and that's just an even bigger disrespect to, to it should opponent. be. I think you're right, though. If he wins, he should get the belts from Shakur, right? He got stripped of them, but still should be on the line. They should be on the line for the other guy. So the, the, why why would the other guy be punished as well? Exactly. He earned the right for a title fight. You know, Shakur wins. Yeah. He doesn't get the belts. He walks out still no champion. And then the belts are on, you know, belts are held up, right? Then they yeah. go to the next two guys or whatever. But um, yeah, no, that's it, man. Joey Joyce, Joseph Parker, uh, they're fighting Saturday afternoon. Make sure to check that out. It's going to be a great heavyweight tilt. These guys are very skilled, yeah. very strong. Uh, so something exciting to look forward to. Joseph Parker is a Tyson Fury guy. So you know who he's training with. So I don't know how much. Tyson is rubbed off on him in terms of his skill or his technique or style. Should be a fun fight. And yeah. then that's basically Friday and Saturday. And then, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for, for boxing this week, my friend. Yeah, busy weekend for boxing. Got a little wrestling, so it's going to be fun. Football, that's, so it's going to be good. There you go, man. There you go. Everything uh, my Steelers are playing tonight against the Browns. So that that's should be, be ugly. The battle of uh, backups. You know what? Whatever, man. Like I said, I'm not giving the Steelers. I'm not going to complain about the Steelers until maybe a year from here. Yeah. Let them go. Let them figure it out. Pickett hasn't even started. I think it's just a question of when Tomlin will give him the ball and let him go. Eventually. Right. And then make it his team. And then once it's his team, then you're looking at another year. So I don't expect anything from the Steelers until 2024. Yeah. Sounds about right. Right. So I'm not upset about anything. I'm happy. Go lucky guy. All <laughs> right. So, no, absolutely. My friend. All right. So I am Bobby Sampson. I am joined with my man, Chance Michaels. And in the words of the great ACDC, those that download, like, subscribe and share the podcast, we salute you. We do salute you. And in the immortal words of one Ed Whalen, in the meantime and in between time, 
that's it for Sap and Chance. Everybody, we are heading into the weekend, so be safe, enjoy, do what you got to do, but get home in one piece to the ones that you love. Sap and Chance are out. Thank <laughs> you.